What is up, you beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in. We have Aaron Nagler joining me here uh, in, in just a second. But big shout out to Quick Trip sponsoring the show. Make sure you have the Quick Rewards app and you can, um, you know, win vehicles and stuff. They're giving, they give away so much stuff and you get, you know, I, I, I get, I get like free chocolate milk. I get really excited when I get something for free. But anyways. <laughs> Let's bring in this. You Aaron literally Lake. said I give free chocolate milk and then brought me on, and I'm dying. That's brilliant. That <laughs> I is think great. it's, uh, you know, I think that's the best promo ever. If you go to this gas station every free now and chocolate again, chocolate milk, come on. They just give you free chocolate milk every now and again, or whatever you choose. Right. But I choose chocolate that's milk, incredible. so I get it a lot. And every now and again, they're like, hey, that one's free. You ever, you know, you're at the bar every now and again, the bartender buys you a beer. You get pretty was, excited oh, inside. See, back in the day, that was kind of <laughs> standard operating procedure, right? When I first moved yeah. to New York, buybacks were a thing. Every third drink, you would buy two drinks. Whatever you were drinking, the third one was on the house. But then, you know, the, all sorts of stuff happened. And then that's all gone out of the wayside. But yeah, I love that. Yeah. Free I chocolate like, milk, let's go. You know what I mean? I go to like... I don't go to bars very often, but when I do, it's like, you know, small town bars. Oh, you'd bars be is... mobbed, Ramage. Yeah. You can't go to a no. bar in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Come I, on now. In, I mean, unless town, you want to drink for free, probably. Yeah. You know. No, but like, if, if if you're at a bar, like a bartender just buy you a drink, and you buy them drinks, and like, they'll like, they, you know, some but drink, some don't. don't do that anymore, though. It used to yeah. be like, let's all have in sh small like, towns, like, they, they shot they with them. us. Like, yeah, you're probably, that's true. That's a fair point. But like, it used to be like, yeah, the bartender would have a few or have a shot with you, but I get it in this day and age, man. Everything, every everybody's on edge. So yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, quite that's why I couldn't be a bartender because I'd be the drunkest <laughs> one in the bar. <laughs> They'd be oh, like, this we is had true. So this many people, but we made no money. <laughs> Dude, I went. I went to a place a couple weeks ago called uh, Holiday Cocktail Lounge here in New York, uh, Lower East Side. When I first moved to the city, there was a guy. He owned it. He he passed on now. He's an old Russian dude. But back in the day, he would be so blasted and he would just yell at people like there were always some yuppies that would try, come in and try and buy it like they wanted to buy his bar. And he was just old and drunk on vodka and would just if you just rubbed him the wrong way, he would just yell at you and throw you out. It was brilliant. And you had to wait like an hour for a drink. But the theater was so good. It was, made it all worth it. It was so good. I it sounds it. like the that version of like uh, Seinfeld the soup nazi <laughs> yeah very pretty similar not dissimilar at all yes and the place is still there it's just not the same now it's all like you know up and up and boring but yeah. back in the day it was great yeah I, I, i'm not a big bar fellow these days you know after you hit 40 it, i mean i still I, I still do a little bit of after you hit 40 sir not. i am 49 and i, I still know. go to a bar three yeah. or four times I, a week come on well now. i live in a small town so like I, I, like, I don't live right in Green Bay, so, like, I'm limited on the bars I get to go to, and I'm not going to trash the bars in my town, but, like, if you've been to it, like, four or five, six times, you've had that same conversation. Yeah, you've <laughs> seen the people, you've seen, yeah, you've had the yeah. combos, I hear you. There's a couple, I will say, last time I was in Green Bay, there are a couple down by the river, like, old school, like, they got Pabst signs, like, yeah. Pabst neon signs in the window, those are dope, man. I love yeah. those types of bars. But like, yeah, the new kind of like, you know, people go there kind of bars. Like, nah, that ain't my scene. And yeah, yeah, for Banky, sure. Yeah, yeah. Banky always, Banky always makes fun of me. He and his <laughs> girlfriend, they're like, oh, this place in Green. 
there was they were telling me about some place in Green Bay. I don't remember what it's called now, but they were like, "Oh yeah, it's dark. It's a dive bar. You'd love it." Like, yes, that's it. That's, <laughs> I do. I I, 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 I do like those small bars that like you just like don't yes. even know exist until you drive by, yeah. and then you just and go you just in. See it, and you're like, "Oh, yeah. I gotta go there." Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. next thing you know, you have a few new friends <laughs> that you never exactly. talk to again. Your but that night friends. you're convinced. That night, <laughs> you, they are your ride and dies. Yes. <laughs> they are. Right. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna link up. We're gonna do so many things." Yeah, I'm never gonna talk to you again. I'm never gonna see you. <laughs> that's just kind of how it is all right it is what it is but, uh yeah I, I appreciate everyone who's tuning in live this will also be on the podcast you know what i mean but uh big shout out to aaron mr aaron nagler joining me uh mr cheesehead tv there's the one of two, one of two. <laughs> half of i had uh well, you know it's like Corey and i are the co-founders but there are like at this point there's like 20 oh yeah oh yeah 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 some there's people definitely that make it go and I mean, there are so many people who do so much great work at GSET TV. I, I would be remiss if I didn't interject here and say phenomenal work by everybody at GSET TV. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think, you know, I, I've made it clear you, you, that GSET TV is like what started this. This is I, so like people who don't like me. You can blame, blame us. Blame TV. Us. <laughs> it is they, funny how often I hear this, like not that people should blame you, but like or get after you, but the idea that like you guys were there, like Corey, when we started Packer Transplants, let's do a podcast. I li literally, the response was, what's a podcast? Because this is 2007. Nobody yeah. was doing it back then. So yeah, we, it's, it's kind of crazy though. I will say, I was just thinking of you the other day because someone sent me that clip again. It's an old, older clip now at this point, but it was, um, What's uh, Robert Tunyon on a barstool podcast? Oh yeah, I was thinking about this. Asked about something that was said in the Packers blogosphere or whatever, and he said he mentioned you and me, but he got both of our names wrong. Yeah, I felt like he was closer to my name than he was to yours. Yours, <laughs> but like the idea that he was like, it's so funny. I think of this all the time now when he said, "Oh, I don't know, there are so many Packers podcasts," and he's right, there are yeah. a billion of them. But it was funny. And then he was like, you know, there are a couple like Matt. I think he said damage or I can't remember what he said. Yeah, Ramaj like, or something. Some... Ramaj maybe. But like he got both of our names wrong. But it was like, yeah, at least he knows. So, yeah, he knows. He knows mine because I asked him on my, on my podcast like early on when he first right. got to Green Bay a lot. Right. And he was like, oh, for sure. I got you. I got you. And yeah. then. And Wait, then, did he uh, ever come on? No, he never did. He didn't have, <laughs> and and not because he's like a bad guy, but I mean, he's no, got better no. stuff. That, he says he's, he's not. A, he's yeah, he doesn't do a lot. He, I, I feel like he's like uh, into right. his work. He doesn't do a lot, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he did like barstool, but like, I'm not gonna like. But that's barstool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm you know, gonna... you notice how Coach did barstool this summer twice. Yeah, everyone. And, yeah. Uh, you know, hasn't uh, been back on Packer Transport. Oh, dude, that's actually a question. Get a little I got. too big. A little too big for his britches, I think. Yeah, I, I actually totally have I, I I have some questions here, and that's actually one okay. of them. So I don't want to ruin it. All I right. actually prepared for this podcast. I mean, usually I how oh, I prepare is I just oh, drink beer. But uh, I thought, what you know, what the hell? I'll uh, I'll go ahead and make us some questions beforehand. <laughs> oh, this is I'm not I'm just so unusual. I'm kind of uncomfortable. All right, All right. let's do but, it. Hey, I did this uh, last week with Corey, and um, so when I put I make the overlays, I throw them on uh, on my little 
screen here, but I right. can't see them. So they're like random. So I have no idea what button I'm pushing, what's going to come <laughs> on the screen, in what order. So they're all out of order. So whatever happens, happen. wherever they fall, there they yeah. shall lie. Well, one question we talk about the Vikings is all about the game. Then the next question would be like, <laughs> where's your favorite place to vacation? Right. <laughs> no, I, I don't ask that one, I promise. All right, here it's we go. Let's, let's get into this. Thing. I have an answer for that. Oh, so this ask is a good there you go. So, all right, D- Devonte Adams, uh, he probably had other plans. All right, and and, and this is not. I, 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 I'm gonna say this right out the gate because everyone's talking about this day, dude. I love right. Devonte Adams, and I am I all good with the decision he made. Devontae. Yeah, yes. he made the best decision for him or whatever. But I feel like, and then I'm not saying that he regrets the decision, but obviously, I think he wishes it would have went a different route. Like, oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> uh, you think? Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. doubt. No. So, question. like, he's in a rough, r- r- rough spot. So, what do you think about this whole situation? Well, what's interesting is funny you say that. Like the idea that he's in a rough spot because one of the things he talked about when one of the interviews he did this summer, you know, it and this isn't the driving force, right? Obviously, but he did mention he's like, I don't know. There's a little bit of like kind of not a question, but there's something hanging in the air there about in green Bay about when is the transition to Jordan love going to happen? Do I really want to be there when that happens? Blah, blah, blah. Well, now you just wanted to go play with your buddy and now you're going to transition to somebody. I don't know who, I don't know who it's going to be, but sure feels like his play, the days of playing with Derek Carr are over, you know, and he signed this deal and he is, he's there for, I guess the long haul. The thing is, though, is like I love Devontae for everything he accomplished in Green Bay and as a dude. Like I just I love him. I love his approach. I love how he kind of handled himself as a Packer. I love how he's handled himself in the NFL in general. And look, he wanted to play, yes, with his best friend, but he also wanted to play closer to home. And the thing is, is like Everybody kind of gloms onto the idea that, oh, the Packers offered more money, right? That's always the thing. Like, or we're ready to meet whatever the Raiders offered. As far as, okay, in and of the kind of 30,000 foot view. But if you want to drill down into it and look at the actual contract that the Raiders gave Devante, they guaranteed stuff that the Packers probably never would. And that was a major reason why the Packers couldn't sign him last summer. Right. So like, I get it, man. Like he got what he wanted monetarily. He's living closer to the West coast, to his family. His grandmother got to come see him play this year for the first time ever in person. Like he's got, he's pretty good. You know what I mean? He's in a good spot. Yes. Does he wish they would have won more games this season about (laughs) it, but you know, he's still one of the best wide receivers in the league. Who knows what happens at quarterback next year? He's still living large. You know, I don't, I don't yeah. think he, I don't think he's pining for green Bay. That's my, Oh yeah, I, I definitely don't think that like people are like, Oh, he regrets it. I don't, I don't know that he regrets it. The major right. point. Cause like, obviously with car, that's his guy, that's his buddy. But I think the major point is his grandma. His grandma never got 100%. to watch him. She couldn't yeah. travel and she got to see him play. I think that's more important than they, I, why, it what, how could just, it not be right? Yeah, it's, I mean, I it's, it, it, it. it's I gotta totally be the most important. It. And dude, like, Talking about like how good a Devonte Adams is. When I did that, remember that I, I did that like charity softball game. I was the umpire, right? And I kind of yeah, yeah, got yeah. I screwed up, and Rogers and Devonte were in my face yelling at me, right? Like you screwed I up. Remember that? Doing? Yeah, but like later on, I was like, just I, gonna I, say, didn't you get run over in that game? I Am was I remembering so, that right? 
No, I don't. No, I. I, I run no. over. Okay. I got. I didn't get. I got yelled at pretty extensively by <laughs> the whole offense, but mostly <laughs> Rogers great. and Devontae. But after that, Devontae Adams, because I I DM Devontae Adams, and I I kind of felt bad or whatever. I might have said something right. like, "Hey, I'm sorry. You know, my bad, my fault." And then, but he actually responded and he said. It's all good, man. All in fun. You did a great job. Something like that. He was like, awesome. it just took the time to like write that. Loved it. Uh, Loved yeah, he, he's just a good dude. He is. Uh, he is. He absolutely is. He's one of the best in the business. And it's funny because like every time I speak up and talk about how much I do like him, like someone throws up the thing from the game against, I think it was the Chiefs where he shoved the photographer or whatever. And I'm oh, like, yeah. you, have, you have no idea. You have no clue what's going on there. Like I'll defend Devonte to the death. I love that man. Like, yeah, shout out yeah. To when him. that happened, yeah, that was forever. Like whatever. I yeah, care. I think that was just a bad day. I don't. I don't know the situation. You know, a bad day at the office. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. All right, let's keep her moving over here. All right, let's see what we got next. Okay, the injury. You just actually tweeted the injury report. I was gonna grab that and put it on overlay, right. but um, I, I was kind of feeling lazy at that point. I've. <laughs> But uh, let's it. go through the injuries. Like uh, Christian Watson obviously got hurt. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got Watson and on? Keyshawn Nixon both not practicing today after coach went up there and said into a microphone that both of them will be practicing in a limited capacity. But uh, apparently that wasn't the case because the beat goes out to practice and neither of those guys are participating. Maybe you I thought nobody this. would pay attention. I know, right? Well, <laughs> we didn't pay no attention to the guys. By the I will say the encouraging thing is to see Bakhtiari out there for another another practice session. That I, I'm fascinated to see whether he plays or not on Sunday. Everything, every fiber of my being says, yeah, probably not. But man, it. At the same time, I'm like, if there's a dude who's like, yeah, appendectomy a couple weeks ago, yeah, I'm back out there. It's David Bakhtiari, right? So. Maybe that happens, which I think, obviously, when you're talking about Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith, and you know Zadarius is, wants to make a splash in this game, oh. wants to wreck some things in this game, I want David Bakhtiari out there, because I'll guarantee you this. I will guarantee you this right here on the Matt Ramage stream here on a Thursday night. If David Bakhtiari plays, Zadarius wants absolutely nothing to do with that smoke. Like they switch those guys up every once in a while. They try to get advantageous matchups, blah, blah, blah. Zadarius wants nothing to do with David. He will be on the other side for the entire game if David plays. And I, I, I'll just laugh. It's going to be great. It, yeah, dude, I, I, I like, uh, yeah, Zadarius Smith to me, like, uh, when he first went over there, a lot of Packer fans are mad and they're like, oh, he sucks anyways. So like, no, he's very good. First of all, his first year on he the team, very good. He yeah, brings yeah. like excitement in the locker room. And I don't know yeah, how much that helps absolutely. them win. I think it does. I think it's part of momentum. It's part of, and the fan base gets all excited. You know, when, 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 sure. when he first came, him and Preston, oh, I mean, they changed like the everyone, entire... we were all, yeah. Hey man, he changed the entire. I mean, he and and, and Preston were great together, but Zadarius really led the charge as far as like completely changing the culture in the locker room around the team, every availability with the media. Like he changed it, and it was yeah. great, and it was great, and he was productive, and he was a really good yeah. player, and that's fun. what he's doing in Minnesota. So it's like, I mean, there's the. I mean, look, the Packers made a choice, right? They had a choice yeah. between Zadarius and Preston, and they chose Preston. And to be fair. I'm really happy they did. Preston yeah, balled too. out down in Miami, and he wrecked shop down in Miami, and he's been a very solid, consistent player. 
Like Zadarius, yes, he has played well in Minnesota. But if you had to say, okay, we can only pay one of these dudes to pair with Rashawn Gary, I'm all in on Preston Smith. I think that's an. Yeah. I think the Packers made the right choice there. I, I totally do. And, and 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 even like for a selfish reason, because when Haha Clan Dix, we started making those videos, he started talking to me a little bit. He got traded. Right. So Preston comes in, he starts talking to me a little bit, he does my podcast, oh, no. and then he's gone. Like you were was, always, you were worried, you were worried. Ahead of this I was like, like, no oh, player no, will no, ever no. talk to me again. <laughs> like that dude's a jinx. No, but uh, I, I do think uh, Preston Smith. I think the the one thing about Preston Smith because I'm not no like uh, film buff or whatever. I see someone get a sack. I know it's probably pretty good, uh, but like. He seems to like not Matt get Ramage, sucked in. breaking it down. <laughs> but Preston Smith seems to like not get sucked in. Like he stays in his lane. He stays doing what he's supposed oh, to do. Oh no, dude! Yeah, you talk about a really smart player. This is the thing. Like everyone wants to look, and I get it, man. Guys get contracts because of their numbers, right? They get contracts because they get to the quarterback. Like you're saying, like we all see it and go, "Oh yeah, awesome." I mean, yeah. there are many levels to this. There are many things that go into it. Yeah, a big part of it is, yeah, beating the guy across from you. But who knows? Coverage, whatever's happening on the other side. Maybe there's a double on the interior. But look, you still have to make the play, right? All of that said, every other aspect of his game is fucking awesome. You talk about, like, setting an edge. Talk about recognition. They try to do those little smoke screens or try to do a tunnel screen or whatever. Preston shuts all that down. He's a really really yeah. good player and all around player, not just a pass rusher. That's what I love him. That's what I mean. When I'm talking yeah. about like the Packers making a good choice, they made a good choice there. Yeah. He, he's a disciplined player. He's uh yes. Stays where he's, he's supposed fooled. to be. He's not. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't get good. sucked in. He, yeah. There's not a lot of false steps. And look, there was a play, I think last year, actually against the Vikings where they tried to do some kind of tunnel screen out to the right, a fake and then go deep. And Preston completely stayed home, wasn't fooled by anything, none of the kind of action that's designed to take advantage of his aggressiveness. And he just went, oh, no, I'm going to sack the quarterback. <laughs> like, I love him. I love him player. Yeah, it's funny because, like, I remember, like, people were getting, like, not mad, but, like, making fun of me because on my live stream during the game, I was, like, talking about, like, Preston Smith just not getting sucked in. And they're like, you act like he <laughs> got a touchdown. Like, he just... It's good. I mean, look, look, I mean, look, that's huge. How, how we love Rashawn Gary, right? Rashawn Gary is a absolute beast, but he does take false steps and get sucked inside and lets guys get out on the perimeter at times. And Preston never does that. Yeah. He's always like, uh, that's a really good player. I love yeah, him. he's the opposite of me. Like at my job, he's always where he's supposed to be. <laughs> People look I mean, for look, me to like, work my job. Like, up, I don't know. On the Green Bay Packers defense, that's <laughs> that's a major W. It is. All right, here we go. All right, so here here we go. This is a good uh, question, like uh, podcastery question. Uh, <laughs> what are some? I love what how you st- say this like you've never <laughs> podcasted before. You've been podcasting for like years and you're like oh this is this isn't bad oh my this god you're like still surprising yourself years later uh no but like keys to beating the vikings what are some things that the packers have to do for them to get this win because the vikings i mean i talk a lot of trash about the vikings but obviously the yeah. record is what it is i mean, I mean they're a good team you get, they're a good team look they're they have a defense that you can take advantage of my worry heading into this game, and you talk about a key to beating them. Look, you got to possess the football. This is a team that 
does not have a very good defense. The Packers, Matt, Aaron, etc., they're going to be tempted to score early and often, to try to push the ball down the field, right, to get into a track meet. This is not the team you want to do that against. <laughs> you know, this is a game where you want to run the football. You want to possess the football. And, look, I know people are going to say, like, oh, Aaron, you always want to run the, run the football. And it's true. I do. But <laughs> there are certainly times when – I understand wanting to spread it out, spread it out, throw it around the yard. But man, especially with Christian Watson, probably not playing in this game at this point, like two days in a row, not practicing, doesn't bode well for his availability on Sunday. Rhythm offense, run the ball, keep the ball. And I hate saying this into a microphone, keep the ball out of Kirk Cousins hands. You know, if for no other reason that Kirk is throwing it more often than not to Justin Jefferson, who is absolutely a problem. You know, so oh, yeah, 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 yeah. eliminate <laughs> yeah. that equation, eliminate it from the game by possessing the ball, playing ball control. And I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is capable of that, but that's what they need to do. Because, look, we've already seen now against the Bills and definitely against the Colts. It doesn't matter how big your lead is. You can have a three, four, <laughs> yeah. five touchdown lead. It doesn't matter against this team. So possess the ball, take the air out of the game. And then end up with a W at the end. That's what they. Yeah. Do. There you go. I I I like that. I, 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 I Just Jefferson is huge because if first of all, it seems like uh like the Packers secondary sometimes the guys are just like they're like I, I oh, I'm not like a yeah. uh like like I say a film buff or whatever, but like I'm like I they should just cover that guy. You know what I mean? Like that's what I think. <laughs> What a plan! No, I know, like, the, like obviously the difference between zone and man, and guys that might be my find favorite comment analysis of the Packers in 2022 all year. That's amazing. But no, I get, I get it, I get it. Because, like, look, you can't go much further than Week One over in Minnesota and go, "Hey, Joe, I got a great idea. Why don't you cover that guy?" I mean, yeah, hey. It's crazy, right? I think, you know, I might, I might, Call me I might nuts. I'm going to talk to Wes. He's got, you know, the, the ends right there. Just walk down the hall and be like, hey, just give him a tip from Matt. <laughs> I mean, tell him Ramage said, maybe cover him. Maybe yeah, cover Justin Jefferson. Look, it's like, he's a game wrecker. He's so good. I just put up a clip from my Packers Daily chat a little bit ago on, on Twitter about this. Like, he's going to do what he does, man. He's going to cause you pain, right? It's just about limiting it. It's just about finding that Novocaine, just finding a way to limit the damage because he is going to get his. He is too good. They use him too well. You can only hope to contain him. You cannot stop him. Oh, yeah. You can't. The, the, you can't. That's actually one of my graphics that we just ruined because we just talked about Justin Jefferson. But uh, <laughs> the, 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 that's that part of this. But so like uh, week one, you know, there was a talk about Jair Alexander, like uh, following him. Yeah. Is, is there a chance that that'll happen? Is, are they going to play Justin Jefferson different? I think they'll, yes. I think oh, they better. I mean, they, <laughs> I know, a, right? they I better like, have a different like, plan this time they're around. Like, Let's just do Good the same Lord. thing. It worked great. Good <laughs> Lord. Um, look, I mean, it's funny because you, we can sit here and talk about, oh, they might a different plan, blah, 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 which obviously they should. But look, man, they, there's a very different secondary rolling into this game than there was in week one, right? Eric Stokes is on IR. Um, yeah. Darnell Savage has been demoted and or benched. Who knows? Maybe he's back in some capacity. But look, ultimately, we as fans want to sit here and say, oh, just put Jair on him. 
okay, that's great, but I can show you plenty of clips from week one where Jair has him and Jair gets burned. I mean, turned around. I mean, like, toast. So that's not a set it and forget it situation. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, you're never going to completely contain him. You're not going to stop him. You can only limit it, whether it's rolling coverage his way, whether it's having, you know, a very specific set of rules for him in the red zone. There are lots of things you're going to want to do. But, man, the way they move him around, the way they feature him, the way he's his ability in open space against anybody, it's just a major problem, man. And that's why they've won the games that they've won. That's why he's put up the numbers he's he's put up, right? So will it be different? I can only hope so. But don't expect them to completely shut him down because that's most likely not going to happen. That's the thing, like, with, with putting Jair on him, like, uh, I love Jair. I think, first of all, I love his personality. I I think, I, he's so fun. Jair. I think he's a great corner. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, he, it, first of all, I, I feel like he's maybe a little aggressive, whatever. Like, things happen. He can't be beat. Like, What's like you funny said, is, it, like, yeah, a, it's funny because you go back to, I think it's 2019. Um, there's a play in San Francisco where Kyle Shanahan completely takes advantage of Jair's aggressiveness, where – it's a zone coverage, and Jair bites up, and they get Kittle on an, on a route on the backside, which if Jair plays his assignment, he's there to stop, right? But because yeah. Jair bites up, Kittle's wide open. It's a big game. Um, but that was 2019. And then you get to 2020 and 2021, and he was much more disciplined. He was much – not less aggressive because he's still an aggressive dude, but he yeah. was much more disciplined. That has kind of disappeared this year. I'm going to say totally because I think you've seen him make big plays. You've seen him make uh, stops, what have you. He streets across the screen. Oh, my God. The Chicago interception is amazing. But, you know, it's awesome. like you've seen kind of a return of him with an itchy trigger figure. I, I don't like he if he plays a disciplined brand of football, he's still the best corner of the game. But yeah. that's but I him. think that when you're aggressive, like, yeah, you like sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't sometimes oh, yeah. I mean, you, it's you know, no different than aaron Rodgers. yeah or far back in the day. It up for jesus on fourth and short you know like yeah sometimes you gotta say screw it you know someone's great down there. it's great we all cheer <laughs> when it's not we all uh tear apart yeah to, you're gonna be in the you're gonna be in the comment section <laughs> you, know, exactly. you even post a picture of someone dude i could just on facebook like someone who like potentially like has a bad game it's kind of talked about i could just post a picture no comment and i just watch the comments be like this guy's wow they should kill him (laughs) all right right. so here here's a question from facebook someone asked me will aaron Rodgers ever be on cheese head tv because you know you guys have quite the cast over there you know you you had david bakhtiari and um, countless I, i don't know them all but um, you you've had some big time. We've had Bakhtiari. We've Bakhtiari. had, had Coach. Coach we've had the lots street. of lots of people. Maybe Never Aaron Rodgers is afraid to cross the street. You know, there's no stop sign there. I mean, if you want, I'll come be a crossing guard. Make sure everyone gets safe. <laughs> I'll be in the window during the whole thing, though. Like, what's going on it, in there, it's, guys? <laughs> it's never, it's never gonna happen. Look, I've, no. I, I've, I've requested Aaron to come on. She said TV every summer for like ten years. Every summer. And it's always been an instant no until a couple years ago. We got a maybe. And then it was a no. But then, you know, he goes on part of my take, which is co-hosted by a Bears fan this past summer. 
that tells me all I need to know, right? Like he's just he's too big, he's too like dialed in with barstool or whatever, like blah blah blah. He's never coming on Cheesehead TV, which is fine. And I hear people who talk about, oh, it's because you guys rip him. I'm like, yeah, we talk about what's on tape. Like, we'll show the Did tape. you think that Barstool Big Cat has never ripped Aaron Rodgers? I, well, that's the well, other thing. It's like, I don't know. On. Yeah, because yeah, that was a show he was on. I mean, I don't think the players really, first of all, care that much because they know what you're doing. You're not no. maliciously, obviously. Although I will say, I will say, I it's funny because you it's funny you bring that up because there are pl- most players, I think, once they're in the league for a while, don't care. But man, there is no greater moment than that first DM from a Packers player during preseason when you point out something they did poorly in the preseason or in camp or whatever, where they take issue with you and they come after you. And it's like, my guy, like, look, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it's there for everyone to see. Like it's a preseason yeah. game. It's on and, television. And, that, and that's your I don't job. know if you know this, but this stuff is recorded <laughs> for everyone to look at. I love it. Yeah, it. yeah, because I mean that's your. Job. I I never got that because I'm always people always say I'm a I'm a cheerleader because like uh, that's what you I love I'm the a Packers. fan. Well, I'm a fan. That. Like I'm not. I'm I'm a podcast. Right? I do this. Yeah, but like I'm a I'm a fan. People are like you're a homer. Like yeah, I know, bro. Like I got pictures on my wall. Like what do you <laughs> what do you think this is over? Here? There's not I mean, all thirty two teams really on the wall. Crack the code. Yeah, like <laughs> you figured it out, bro. Don't tell nobody. But, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's all right. Uh, should Nixon get a shot at wide receiver? I think this is a fun question. He was talking uh, LaFleur talking. I don't know, I know all the details. Were, I, I saw the headlines. He was talking about it, trying to lobby for playing in the slot, you know, on offense. Look, man, I don't care what you do. Just get your groin right. Like, I don't know if playing slot receiver is going to get you, uh, <laughs> you know, make that groin any worse, but if they found a package for him and found a way to utilize him, yeah, I'm all for it. But let's concentrate on taking those kicks back. Oh, yeah. You know? First of all, that, next it's time like <laughs> I promise the offense will get in the end zone. Yeah, that it's like, uh, yeah, we, we finally found a guy that can return. Let's not like how, you know, how can we get this guy hurt? Uh, uh, you know, no, but like, like I'm for getting the your best, you know, your, your playmaker yeah. is the ball. Like, right? Like there was also talk a couple of years ago, or I think maybe last year, about Jair possibly playing on offense when he got back yeah. from being injured. We haven't seen that materialize yet, but I'm all for it. I'm all for yeah, it. Oh, Although God. I will say, every time this conversation comes up, all I can think of is Julius Peppers down in New Orleans on uh, I think it was a Monday night, maybe it was a Sunday night. And they tried to run a slant with him in the red zone, and he dropped the ball when, like, because Aaron threw it, I guess. So, well, like, and you, you think about like with Devin Hester, you know, great all time, probably the best, maybe whatever. One he's either one or time, two, yeah, no yeah, he's either one or two. I would, think. I mean, he's no and, Desmond Howard, but he's pretty good, yeah, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> but like, they put him at wide receiver because he wanted to be because he's like, yo, I'm this, he, he was like, you know, a big part dude. of the. Yeah, and then that didn't work out. Well, I mean, he didn't really have a quarterback, I don't think. But anyways, but yeah, I, I, I'm I'm all for like um, if they think it's right, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Yeah. No, like, that's, that's the thing. Like if they work on it in practice and it yeah, because they, they can't they, be like yeah, they, we're they just think, gonna do this. It's not mad. They think they can take advantage of something that they see on tape. Yeah, yeah, definitely they should. If but, they can uh, trick duration a little bit, because I'm all go with the. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways, we'll keep her moving here. All right, how many beers do you drink on game day? I had Corey on the other, uh, whatever, oh, wow. last week. No, it wasn't last week because I was sick. But uh, 
week before, I think. And uh, we were talking about how, you know, he told you, like, because you told me one time, he's like, Corey's like, simmer down. And then he was like, he just said, I just said, bring the ABV down a little bit. But I'm kind of curious because it, for me, it it depends on a lot of things. Like, Do I work the next day? Right. Do I have sick days? Did did you see like at at the at this um, last game? I didn't. I didn't plan on going to the game. Right. I go to the game. I go because I went down to a tailgate to say what's up, say hi to people, whatever. And someone's like, "Yo, I got row two, Senior Cheesehead." You know the guy with the big sombrero. Shout out to Senior Cheesehead. Yeah, that dude is awesome. He he is awesome. So he was like, "Yo, I got extra seat." Uh, row two in the end zone oh, for free because uh, a friend of his couldn't go. So I was like, oh, so shout out to Oscar. Um, but so I went to this game, right? And I didn't plan on going to the game. I had to work the next day. So I was drinking and I was, you know, the section was lit. It was really lit. This, it was so, <laughs> everyone was having so much fun. So I was like, oh, I should probably call in sick. Someone's like, yeah, you should do it right now. And then oh, no. right, f- oh, from the no. seats. So I call in sick from the seats, right? And, and, and from the, I, from Lambo. Yeah, from Lambo Field in the seats. <laughs> and I got a little, like, you know, I got a little like, caught in a moment because people were, like, around there recording. Everyone's cheering because people, like, knew who I was in that section, you know. Um, and we were, like, all, it was lit, right? So then I thought, you know, while I'm doing I'm going to call in sick from the stands. So I I, I had this little shot of uh, Woodson whiskey. I, I peel that thing back, and there I take go. a shot of Woodson whiskey as I'm calling in sick from Lambo Field. And then I post it on Twitter. Charles Woodson retweets it. Like everybody at my work sees it. I think I might have put it on my Snapchat too. I don't know. (laughs) Everybody at my work sees it. Everyone's like, "You're getting fired." I didn't get fired though. I didn't. Well, that's good. That's good. And you know, even if you did, that would just give you more time to do this. And quick trip would just. (laughs) It was pretty. uh, That was a legendary game. It it was. It was Uh, so cool. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. All right, so like back to the question on on you that that that's what I do on this show. I ask questions, and then I and then I ask myself a question, and I just answer that one before you can answer yours. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like it depends. I would say most likely five or six a half. Like it depends on the like. It also depends what I have on offer. Like if there's carry the G in the office, like there was yeah. earlier this season, they're probably like three or four a half, but that's probably why there isn't any care of the G left here in the second <laughs> half of the season. But like, yeah, I'll do like, cause Corey, like I did say last time around, like he got after me because he, and he's right. Like by the, by the fourth quarter, initially when we were doing watch parties by the fourth quarter, I was pretty gone. So it was like, all right, bring it, bring it down, have some lighter beers. And that's what I've done. Like, I, I tend to start with something like a Pabst or a Miller Light early in the first half. Then by the, <laughs> then by the second half, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm going a little, I'm going something a little stronger, maybe like a, a Sweet Action. It's a great beer here in New York, and I think it's available uh, nationally. But or just some heavier lagers, whatever. Blah blah blah. But so about yeah, four or five, six every half. Roughly. That's a good number. That's a Wisconsin number. Cause because you're saying that, right? Four, five, six and a half. Right. Man. You know what I mean? And and that's like that's low ball on it. You know what I mean? And then, then that's just like that. <laughs> maybe it ain't no thing. It depends so on the game. People, that's the other thing. It depends on the if game. If you tell someone like in like whatever, Alabama, maybe not <laughs> Alabama. I feel like they get down. No, but you know what I mean. Anyway, down everywhere. Well, you know that. So I was going to ask you a question too, and it was there, and now it's gone. You know, next Tuesday I'll text you. 
please do. Please do. I'm I'll like, hey, remember that? Remember that question? The question no, I had uh, that I forgot. Here it is. <laughs> I love it. All right, here we go. Oh no, no, he, no. This is it. So you got like a quick like. This isn't planned. It just popped in my head. What's your five uh, go-to beers? Top five go-to beer. Wow. You can throw obviously your beer. It could be number one, or I mean, we can number exclude one is- it. Carry yeah. the G. Oh, definitely. Come on. First of all, was, I meant I'll, to get carry the G beer, but like I live just outside of Green Bay. So like I always forget like when I go into Green Bay, I always forget because when Corey's on, I wanted to get, you know, I want to drink, you know, your beer, you know, you come G, on. Obviously. Yeah, you know, and it's good beer. It's I, I was at his house and I, I drank it. It was good. Like the, Hey, I was at his house and I drank it. So that's kind of what you I know. Do he told me, Corey's I was like, I, I told him, I was like, I'm gonna get some carry the G beer. He's like, if you can't. I'll, you know, I got some. I was like, yeah, you got that big ass fridge. I will say, like, I don't like. All right. So it's, yeah, it's definitely Carry the G, number one, when I can get it. Uh, and then it's Spotted Cow. And then it's Dale's Pale Ale. And then probably Sweet Action. And then probably, oh man, that fifth one. The fifth one's tough. I mean, it's probably something like really cheap, like, I'm talking like Pabst, you know, or a yeah. shirt, something like that. You gotta Pabst. have a you gotta have a beer that you can pound, right? All dude, day. a Pabst, Pabst. I don't even know what the alcohol, like whatever is. It's just to me, like as a kid, as a as a youngster, that's a as manly a kid beer. beer. No, I wasn't drinking it. No, right, but right, like right, right. watching yeah. all my uncles, like Pabst in my head, I, 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 I don't just, drink it. I was just it, gonna say, it's my like grandpa, my grandpa, my grandpa owned a bar when I was growing up. Uh, in Chilton, and it was a Paps bar. Like it had a Paps sign outside. Yeah. Like, blah blah blah. So that's kind of what I always associate with Wisconsin beer, and that's yeah. always been the thing I kind of reach for, right? But look, man, there are a ton of great beers, and there are there a is. ton of great beers that I love, like regardless of where they're from or who brews them or whatever. Man, I used to all I ever used to drink was Newcastle Brown Ale. Uh, I love that beer until. They changed the formula because apparently there was something in there that was causing people cancer, and then they changed <laughs> it. And I'm like, look, I would have shaved off a few years of my life to keep drinking that beer if you wouldn't have changed the flavor, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's just unfortunate. People, it's just unfortunate. You know, a few people ruin it for everyone. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, here we go. Um, <laughs> let's keep her moving, Mr. Aaron Nagler. Here we go. Ha Clinton Dix retires. Retires a Packer. He does indeed. Your boy. Your yeah. boy. This Your is uh, the jersey right here. I should move go. the camera. Let me. Let me. There you oh, go. Let, let the people that. see. Mr. Ha Ha Clinton Dixie autographed that thing. It says to Matt Little Googly Eyes he drew. He's a pretty good artist. <laughs> and uh, his name over there, God bless, go Pack Go. But um, Mr. Ha Ha Clinton Dix, um, I, I love that dude. <laughs> he, I, know I really do. do. He's uh, he's pretty awesome. Uh, he, he he's just so nice. He's just every, everything about him. Like first of all, like a lot of the stuff that I do right now, the reason people even know who I am is because those little video clips on Instagram really gave me. I a was boost. gonna say the first video I ever yeah. saw of you was you and Ha Ha together. Yeah, yeah so hundred percent. He definitely helped me like get into the get in into this thing a little bit. But he's just beyond that. He's just cool. He's just so like a real person. He always seemed like a good dude. I've never spoken to him outside of like, you know, asking him a question in the scrum in the locker room, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's what's so weird to me with HaHa is I literally, I am still blocked by him on Twitter (laughs) after I defended him. I will never forget this. I was on the end train coming home from work. 
And there was some, you know, back when he played with Green Bay, there was always like some kind of flame war going on on Twitter about yeah. his play, <laughs> something he had done, something he hadn't done, some play he did or missed or whatever. And I one. literally defended him and got blocked. So I don't know. I don't know what it was. Here's the thing know. with getting blocked by someone. Like if, if, if someone looks us at their phone and it, it looks like this person and they block it you, like- it's, it's just forever because they can't ever see that Maybe it was still blocked by AJ Hawk, even though, again, I defended the hell out of him when Packers fans came for him back in the day. I defended him to the hilt (laughs) and I've been blocked. You just beat me and blocked by everyone. You know who blocked me one time? Who's (laughs) Ashton Kutcher? (laughs) (laughs) I love me. That's so random. It's so old, right? It's so long ago that I, I not even this Twitter account because, like, you know, I made a new one or whatever. I quit Twitter a long time ago for a while. But, um, uh, I look. I open my Twitter app one day. This is before when Ashton Kutcher used to tweet as himself. Before that right. <laughs> scandal, I'm not sure. gonna get into that. Sure. But um, <laughs> um, so I open my Twitter one day, and the Packers lose to the Bears. And Ashton Kutcher, who I didn't know is a Bears fan, yeah, he says, he "Go Bears!" Like whatever the Packers. I don't know what he said, but like, so I I said something very not probably as nice as I should have, and then I got blocked, and I was like, "Oh, I got blocked by Ashton Kutcher." Who can say that? I just want to give a shout out to Trayson who says AJ Hawk is probably tired of the 12 slander nags. Trayson, this was way before the 12 slander. Yeah. That is way before all that. But welcome. Yeah. But, anyways, shout out to Hawk, Clint Dix, uh, retiring the Packer. He's, uh, hey man. Yeah, look, you know how much good he does for Green he, Bay? Like, what he came even in at the perfect left. time. They needed somebody at safety. Ted drafted him. He did what he was asked. That's all yeah. I can ask. Love it. That that's all you can do. Big shot to Mr. Hog Clendex. All right, here we go. Let's keep her moving over here. Uh no, we already talked about that. We'll keep her that moving. Okay, okay. This is a question. Who is quarter QB one next season? And basically what I'm saying is Aaron Rodgers oh, gonna retire. Lord, here we go. Uh no, Aaron Rodgers is not gonna retire. Aaron Rodgers will be quarterback next year. All right, there we go. That, that that's quick. And I know that's all, the boring like answer. Asking. No one wants to talk about it, but yes. Yeah. Aaron I, I I definitely agree. And, and I don't like this question because the Packers are still fighting for that's the off season type of question. But someone yeah. asked someone asked, so I was like, yeah, that, that's a decent no, question. I know, and I get it. And look, I understand why people are interested, and I understand why people want to know. But so do you, do you I will think, be shocked if Aaron Rodgers retires. So if, if if Aaron Rodgers comes back next season, which I think he will, right. uh, Jordan Love is he gonna? He'll be back. He'll be, he'll They're going to pick there? up his fifth year option. There's going to be a lot of drama in this offseason, no, no, no matter that's what. That's the thing. There are going to be a lot of drama. There's going to be a lot of narratives. There are going to be a lot of like uh, pixels kind of spilled in, 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 in service of trying to advance this idea that, oh, there has to be a split. The split doesn't have to happen until next year. The split yeah. has to happen if they do pick up his Jordan Love's fifth year option, which I suspect they will. The number the guaranteed number that the Packers will have to take on doesn't happen until 2024. When, by the way, supposedly the salary cap is supposed to balloon. So I'm not too worried about it. And I know what's been written by both Jason Wildey and Rob Domofsky regarding Jordan Love possibly asking for a trade. I do not doubt he will rattle his saber, saber a little bit. I do not doubt for a moment that the agent wants to try to get him to the free oh, market yeah. or at least get him traded. I don't think any of that's going to happen. I think the Packers will say, we appreciate your frustration, but you're our guy going forward, and we want yeah. you here for another year. That's and my I, uh, that's my suspicion. We'll see. Yeah, and I, I I tend to agree with that because I remember like when the Favre-Rodgers thing was going on, I was going to say the same thing. I was like, you know, Favre won. It was a different different situation. 
But I remember th- right. that's what I said. I was like, he's not going to be a backup forever. Like if he's no. that dude, if, if you feel like you're Especially, that dude, you're not a backup, which 100%. I assume Jordan Love believes he's not a backup. 100%. But he's well, at some point he's going to say, hey, hey, like, well, let me, look, let me get look, the ball. You, you don't want to make too much of what happened when he came in in Philadelphia, right? But he came in and ran the offense really well, yeah. and they scored, right? It's yeah. like it's not like he came in and was completely overwhelmed and was just a complete bumbling, you know, kind of clearly in over his head quarterback. Like he operated the offense really well and made some really nice big time throws. Like that's a guy who looks ready to play. And I think the Packers are in a very unique situation. I do think one of the things they'll probably sell to him or try to impart to him is the fact that when they selected him, he was a very young prospect who was very clearly a project. Right. And they have helped him along the way, develop and become a better quarterback. Now, yes, does he need to play a hundred percent, but look, there are a lot of other teams out there who would have taken him and then thrown him to the wolves. And he probably would, wouldn't have been the quarterback he is today if he had been forced to start early in his career. So now look, his agent's going to say whatever he wants to say. And I understand it. And I get the desire to go and play because like I said, he is ready. The Packers own his rights. They have it for at least two years if they exercise that fifth-year option, which I suspect they will. I, I just don't see him going anywhere else anytime soon. Yeah, I, I, I don't see him, like, causing a big commotion. I, I feel like he's going to say what he's going to say to the team and, like, face-to-face, and they're going to have those tough talks. But, like, yeah. I, 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 yeah, what's funny, though, is that we say all this, and now watch. We'll have some draft day bombshell. I know. It'll be like. A couple years ago. I was like, Jordan Love refuses to play for Packers ever I know. again. I was like, I can't wait. I know. It'll be, and then it'll be like, <laughs> that can't will wait. be a thing. I'm really looking forward to it. Dude, this offseason, every offseason, I think it's going to get crazy. Well, it's hard. Then, when you've got you've got a long tenured starter at quarterback. Yeah, it's going to happen. He's a multiple MVP legend, won a Super Bowl. Blah blah blah. Transitioning from that is always was always going to be bumpy, yeah. right? Always. There's no doubt about it. It's just a question of how can you mitigate the bumps? You know, how can you kind of make that transition as as on like as you know un, yeah. kind of crazy as possible yeah we'll see we'll see like, obviously yeah. a couple of summers ago was a little rough but i think they've smoothed it out now yeah i i, and I was going to war a couple of summers ago i yeah. feel like i went i, yeah, might, I, I might went too hard i might have went too hard uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple more here okay your favorite viking packers uh game all time first of all have, have you been to a, a any uh legendary or i'm sure you have been to some Dude. but have you ever been to any legendary viking packer game or what's your uh, favorite i was in the house for brett Favre's last game at lambo when he was really? the quarterback of the vikings when desmond bishop picked Favre off and ran it back for a touchdown my soul left my body like that is <laughs> like probably for the all the games i've been at lambo field for that is probably my favorite moment like it was absolutely insane. What's crazy is I don't think people remember how close Favre came to pulling that one out. Like he had Randy Moss in the end zone and just missed it. Like Moss just couldn't quite get his feet down in the end zone, in the back of the end zone, but he came that close to winning that game. Like it was awesome. That, that game for me is like all timer. Right. Uh, but you know, there's, there's so many uh, the other one that really leaps to mind though is, uh, Antonio Freeman's miracle catch on the on the I think it was a Monday nighter where yep. you know he, he did what? what I was <laughs> I was at my buddy's apartment in Brooklyn with Corey actually 
And we had at that point we had like a thirty stack of Miller lights going, like a pyramid. Yeah. Like we were just like building and building <laughs> all night long. So and then that happens, and I ran. It was like a four floor walk up or something. I ran downstairs into the street and just yelled at the top of my lungs when that happened because it was just it was such an incredible moment. So yeah, you know there are obviously so many great there's so many between these two teams more so than the packers and the bears i'll tell you that like there's yeah so in 2000s 2000s there's some good ones yes and well, like, wait, i love remember like chris hovan and like yeah. um uh, ragnar the 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 mascot dude who would oh yeah he like quit motorcycle. He, was like... <laughs> he finally quit but he would like dude they would try to him. like <laughs> have back and forth with Favre like pregame like, yeah all, all those games are they were so yeah, it, dude. There was some legendary games, and like so many legendary seasons for the Vikings, they really just couldn't finish the deal. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I don't want to bring I mean, that well, up. Back in the day, they came what? Four, they've been to four Super Bowls. And they so, like, how many, yeah. how many Hall of Fame quarterbacks have the Vikings have? Dude, I don't know how up to date on you are on the the the, 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 the lack of history Fran, of the Vikings. Is Fran Tarkington in the Hall of Fame? I can't remember. I, I think he is. I Not think he many. lost four Super Bowls. Yeah. So I think because someone was saying today that there was three, and I know that they're talking about Favre as one of them. So is there another one? I don't know. But like my point is this because I don't want to get into this too much, but like I just want to say this. Because Viking fans have been up my rear the whole day. And sometimes I start it. But most times when I talk trash, when I make a video trashing the Vikings or the Bears or whatever, right, it's because of a comment I said or a message or some yeah, type someone of someone comes after you. Yeah. Right. Someone yeah. and it's when it gets me kind of a little riled up a little bit because I don't care. I'm at work. No, no. Like I, I don't but then if someone says something like, Oh, I can, you know, I get a little uh, riled up. I don't really care that much, but like I can get fired <laughs> up, have a good right. time. But right. like the Vikings talk about like the Packers, like back to back Hall of Fame quarterbacks, but it's like bro, they, they act like they have n- never had a Hall of Fame player before. They've Look, had Adrian the, Peterson. They had four Super Bowls the they, they the lost. Thing. Here's the thing to remember. When they come after you about that, and I did see the gentleman who said, oh, I don't know what's worse. Like, oh, this? Or <laughs> you have two back-to-back like Hall of Fame quarterbacks for 30 years. And only, only, this is always the key, only two <laughs> Super Bowls. Let me tell you what I did on both of those afternoons, evenings, overnights, when they won the Super Bowl. I had the best time of my life. And guess what? You have no idea. I can't explain it to you. I can't even commiserate. I can't even relate because you have no idea what that's like. You can't. I have every idea. (laughs) Me, my friends, all the people who grew up as Packers fans, we have those memories for the rest of our lives. You have injuring Aaron Rodgers, I guess. Yeah. That's That's all you've got. We have memories of championships that will last us a lifetime. You have a bird killing stadium. Congrats. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just that's why you're here for that moment. That moment. I mean, <laughs> it's so obvious. Here's the thing, though. It's like, why, if you're a Vikings fan, why would you ever come after a Packers fan? Ever. I don't care. First yes, of all, this year, not. you're happy. Final, you're having a fine year. We all know you're gonna flame out in the playoffs. Like you're having a fun year. Why ruin it going after Packers fans so they can turn around and remind you of the futile of your ex- the futility <laughs> of your existence? Why would yeah, you but, do that? Why? Yeah, because anytime you say anything, they're like, "Oh, you guys like to talk about the history." I'm like, yeah, 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to talk about history either if I didn't have one. <laughs> right. Oh, we want to talk about the history of last year. We want to talk about the history of two years ago. We want to talk about it three years ago. Like you have one good year and all of a sudden flapping the gums. And then next yeah. year, when everything gets restored to its proper order, you'll be quiet again. And that's kind of what, what it is. The Vikings, every about seven, ten years, they have a have themselves a season. Anytime they win any game that means anything, yeah. they call it a freaking miracle. Yeah, you know they were down thirty-three nothing to a four-five win team. They come back. They're like, oh, you know, so the good. Vikings did it. No, first of all, it's like, the new Minnesota miracle. It was, I was the say- Colts for God's sake. I was good saying Lord. this at work today. All right, this guy was because you know, I have a Viking fan friend at work. Her, good guy, and right. yeah, you know, whatever the words get said. But um, <laughs> they were talking about they're like, oh, uh, they came back with thirty-three points. I'm like, yeah, but you had to be down 33 points. So that'd be like if it hey, no, suck pretty bad to be down 33. I mean, let's you, say you, like, I mean, there's let's just like, be honest here. If there's a very short person, right? And they're, or maybe even a child trying to attack you and you're right. just like fending them. Like, it, like, I, I, my, the, this analogy went off the rails a little bit because <laughs> <laughs> you're going all over the place. I don't want to talk. I don't want to use that analogy. I feel like I was about to. No, I just love John. John in the comments is like, the Colts beat KC. Great. Well, the Colts beat the Packers when they won the Super Bowl. So it doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. Great. Awesome. Do you mean there was a fluke one week? Dope, man. Hang your banner for that. Yeah, it should, dude. I'm not impressed with you being down 33 points. So, like, what are like a top five worst team in the league? And then you come back and win and act like you won a Super Bowl. Like, bro, why were you? And, and, and I get it because, first of all, I'll give them props for like they're, they're winning close games, right? So, like, I think that yeah. helps you in the playoffs because you're going to be in close games. But I'm not sure yeah. in the playoffs they're going to be in that close of games because they're going to, if you play like that against a playoff team, you're, you're not, not coming, coming back. back. No. You're not. I mean, You're- look, it's all about, you know, you get into the playoffs. It's all about defense and, and a running game that can take over if you're on the road. I don't know, man. Like, look, all we're we're somewhat joking and pumping it up a little bit here. But look, <laughs> yeah, the, the Vikings are certainly talented, right? They've got an offense that can score at any moment. We just talked a little bit ago about Justin Jefferson, how good he is, blah, blah, blah. Dalvin Cook is amazing. Like, there's no doubt yeah. that they have the horses, right? They can run that race. They, we all know their defense. The moment they got to go on the road in the playoffs, they're done. Like, they're done. Yeah. Like, maybe they'll win a home game. Maybe. But they go to, what, San Francisco? They go to Philly? They're done. So, it's fine. Let them talk. Yeah. Let them chatter. It's all good. And and, and to me, because, like, you're, like, you know, an analyst. You, st- you know, you watch film. You do all the things. For me, it's just, like, I feel like they got a hex I don't know what I mean. <laughs> like they're just—it's not meant to be. Like they did something at some point to the football gods. They lost four Super Bowls. Yeah, like, and how then they do you, made their... if you do anything four times right, like, like you're not a skateboarder. I feel oh. like if you try to do a skateboard trick four times, you'd get pretty close to landing that thing. We're They've been to Super Bowl four times with a That's with amazing. like a one of the greatest defenses ever. You know, they had Hall of Fame guys, and, they, and you think one, well, at least one of them, they had accidentally won. Anyways, I just want to, I got hilarious. one more, one more topic, and then I'm going to let you out of this thing. This is a lot right. longer than I expected to keep you. It's all good. And man. I, What's up? No, I appreciate it. But here we go. Mr. Paul Allen, he's no Wayne Larrabee. I got some look, stuff to say about Paul Allen. All right, but let all right, me, right. Look, look, look. Tell me what I you know. Got. My co founder is voraciously anti Paul Allen, right? And I am. I get it. Corey's allowed his opinion. I understand it. But, man, I think Paul does a great job for his fan base, right? Like, Vikings fans 
love the man. And that's how it should be. Like, I'm not sitting here saying, like, do I enjoy it? Of course not. He's a Vikings dude. Like, no, I'm, it's not for me. But he is the if – you, if you put into a computer, give me the equivalent of red meat for the base, right? Like, just tossing out red meat for all the Vikings fans to, to devour. That's Paul Allen. And, yes, if you're a Vikings fan, he's fucking awesome. And that's what it should be. So, yeah, do I enjoy it? Of course not, because I hate the Vikings. But for his fan base, he is awesome at what he does. That's hey, what I'll say t- to begin with, because I have I feel like me and you, like, we've, we vibe too good. Because I was vibe actually saying this good. to my wife. I was saying this to my wife, actually, because I, I actually, I was on the road, and I was like, oh, I want to listen to the Vikings game. So I turned serious, and I actually right. got the Vikings broadcast. No, and, they, no. and they were getting blown up, right? They were, that right, was right. part that 33 point. So yeah. I got to listen to him go down 33 points or what it wasn't the whole thing. <laughs> and mind, he was right? just, you know, Tyler put a, a video up there, but I was listening to it and I was like in my truck driving and I, people were like, I was in, I was in like traffic and I was just smiling. <laughs> I was having a time of my life. It was the greatest drive I've ever had. Cause he That's was just awesome. crying. He's losing they his mind. Kick that guy out of the game. And he was crying. But like I said to my wife, I was like, He's basically like a fan. He's like me. If, yes. they, if, they, if they let he's me, he's hundred percent a fan. Yes. Yeah. I just think he's a douche. I don't know what to say because you're like, a Packers fan. This is my I point. Get, no, it's but classic, I get that like, he's good. Look, if there's a dude on a team, right? There are so many guys like this in the NFL. Players who are like, I hate that dude. I hate that dude. But if he's on your team, you freaking love him, right? That's Paul Allen in a broadcast booth, and that's great. Yeah. That's what the team should want. You want a guy who your fans are going to rally around. And yet, we rally a, around, Wayne. Little, yeah, I know, but <laughs> Wayne, we love Wayne because he throws the dagger, right? Yeah. And he's great at a, as a play-by-play guy. Rock is the one who really kind of gets pumped up, like, yeah. a little bit. Like, gets a little excited, up. whatever. But Paul does both of those things, and that's fine. Like, I don't... Yeah. Look, look, am I ever going to listen to him? Am I ever going to follow him on social media? No, of course not. No, that, that's I don't, the thing, I don't like, hate the guy. I just don't. Like, he's really good well, at what he does. I don't hate him as, like, a person. His, no, but yeah, for his cause, team, cause, for his yeah. fan base, he's really good. Yeah, he... I mean, he... I don't know. I... I he is good at what he does. Yes! I just hate the prick. And literally, like, by the way... Video? By the way, also... Also, may I also point out... We have spent five minutes talking about the dude on a Packers podcast. That tells you how good he is at his job. Or does it tell you how drunk I am? Yes. <laughs> Both so, of those I'll, things. I'll give him props that he's good at what he does, but I also um, find him, like, I don't know, kind of, like, embarrassing. Like, I don't want to listen. To, first of all, I don't listen to radio. Because I, you're a Packers fan. This is my well, point. If I Wayne know, like, lost his like mind at a game, I'm... we would all lose our minds. If Wayne got crazy well, that's the thing. during he calling like... a game, we'd get crazy. It'd be amazing. I don't know. I just feel like he, that's why they're all whiners, because he's a whiner. So that he's like the leader of all like the whiners. Yes! He's an embodiment of the franchise. I would. I wish I was like a leader Correct. of the Packers fan base. I don't know what I would do with that power, but like <laughs> I wouldn't cry. I wouldn't cry. That's what I would. I, would, I, don't I, would, I haven't <laughs> heard him cry, but apparently maybe that happened. I don't no, know. No, he is close. No, but he. <laughs> I think eh, I'm not going to give him too much credit. All right, Mister uh, Mister Aaron I? Nagler. Right, Mister yeah. Aaron Nagler. Oh, let's get yes, this sir. prick's name off the screen. Uh, 
I don't like him. I don't like him. I um, you, man. You and Banky. You could know, be good at something, and I still don't like you. That's cool. God, you so just described like, Corey Banky. That's pretty good. Yeah. But Banky's whole life is like, you could be really nice, but I don't care. I hate you. Like, that's yeah, it, it, <laughs> no, that, that, That's like cool, the opposite man. of me. I like, I, I like good people. I like nice people. Like, even if they're like, even if there's a player that's not as good, oh, but so he's let really, me ask you this. Nice have you me met, one time, I'm like, have you <laughs> met Paul Allen? Do you know no. what kind of guy he I've is? I've seen no. videos. My point. He made a video. Remember when they made that video, trash the Packers or whatever way it was? It's and his it was job so, to trash the Packers. I know, it's but it was literally so his job. I feel yes, like I do a better totally job trashing his team than he does. You don't. Totally he does do. a trash in mine. And so Quick I feel Trip like pays you a pretty penny to do so. They don't That's pay me as much as he's be. making. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> I ain't mad at him for making although, money though. Although no. who knows? It's the Vikings. They're cheap. So yeah, I know, right? They they won't even pay that biker guy. <laughs> all right mr aaron nagler you can find him every day uh on facebook and so a lot of people are watching this who watches are on facebook every day mr aaron nagler does um a packers daily on his own page yes, and uh you can also find it on youtube you got the podcast you got all the things. cheesehead tv if you don't know what that is i don't think you're watching this thing <laughs> <laughs> not like i know matt no. but i don't know him but uh whoever this other dude is yeah, no, right. Here we go. Go pack, go people. Thanks for tuning in. We got we got to leave a little. Hey. Give me. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me, buddy. Go pack, go, go, pack, go people. Thanks for uh, thanks for stopping by, man. <laughs>